For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Welcome into a new week here on the program. Hope that you are doing well. Hope your morning is starting off right. It's a little uh, little damp outside, but that's all right. It's not going to be as warm as it was last week. Was it record temperatures on Saturday? And as I was, I was up in the Holbrook area, and I was looking at the... Uh, temperature on my car and it had me up over 80 degrees and I said this this isn't this isn't October I mean we always get that little warm spell but kudos to those of you who had kept your air conditioners in the window I did not so now nah, the fans got to work out so uh there's a lot that we can discuss this morning we'll be joined later on by Jack Blaine of New Bedford Light we'll be turning on the light I'm sure we'll talk some more about whatever the latest developments are in the Star Store saga We'll also talk about the election coming up, which, you know, you're going to hear on WBSM. There's going to be a focus on that for sure in the next nine days because uh, the election is on November 7th. But some of you can start early voting as early as I think today. But then the main, you know, the regular election day, November 7th. And you should be making your plan already of how you're going to vote. If you if you need to get someone to give you a ride to the polls, make those arrangements. If you need someone to bring you there because you have some physical limitations, uh, I would recommend getting out there for the early voting because it'll be, I mean, not that, not that you ever have to wait in a huge line to vote in a municipal election anyway. But, you know, why not get it done out of the way early if you already know who you're going to be voting for? When you can just go and walk in and have no issue. I mean, there's really going to be very few people there when you early vote because of, you know, how spread out it is. But I think that you will find, I mean, I've done it many, many times. And I think you'll find that it's convenient. It's, you, you have a little bit more, you don't feel pressured. You can take your time. Again, not that you need a lot of time with the ballot this time around. But it's especially good when there are questions on the ballot. And maybe you haven't spent the time to prep to decide what you think before you go into the voting booth. 
It's funny. I call them booths, but for the most part around here, they're just like tables with a little curtain. It's a makeshift booth. But if, you know, you can spend more time making your decision when you are early voting. But I think that also there is something about being there on election day, seeing how many people have turned out. You know, when you go and you early vote, it doesn't matter what number voter you are. But you're like, okay, fine. It's, it's early. It's not even election day. But when you go on election day, there's something about finding out what number voter you were for that precinct and trying to extrapolate out and say, well, you know, I came early. What if, uh, you know, what if I came at the busy time? Or if you go at the busy time and you're like, really, I can't believe this is all the number of people that have voted so far. So I think election day itself has a bit of a special feel to it. And I think there's something about going out there and joining in with other people doing the same thing on the same day. But not, it doesn't work for everybody. And there's been times where it didn't work for my schedule, and that's why I'm glad that there is early voting if need be. So we'll talk about that election. We'll get you all prepared for it. We want to make sure that you get more than a 6% turnout. I mean, I, I'd be disappointed if there's a 12% turnout. For a race where there's decisions to be made. A lot of people are looking at the mayoral race and thinking it's a foregone conclusion that uh, Mayor Mitchell will be elected to a sixth term. Others will say the time is right for getting somebody else in there. And for some people, they might not even feel that Tyson Moultrie is the right person to get in there. But they might want to have a message sent and say, you know, we're, we're not going to put this person in office, but we're certainly going to get out there and vote enough so that Mayor Mitchell sees the numbers and says, huh, you know, maybe I don't have the mandate that I think that I do to continue on, if, if that's the way that you feel about the way that the city is going. I think this nip bottle ban will hurt the mayor in some circles because it's pretty well known that this is his idea, his plan, his, his uh, step that he's putting into effect to try to eliminate litter in the city. And I think that that might cause some people to vote against him. Because they, people don't always understand or, or care about the reasons why certain things are taken away. They only care about the fact that things are being taken away. So it doesn't, it doesn't, you could tell them all the time, this is for the betterment of the city. This is for the benefit of you. There's going to be a better product that will replace it. Whatever these, these arguments that you might make for, for different things, people look at it as, oh, you, you're, you're taking away my ability to buy nip bottles after you already took away my ability to have plastic bags when I went to the store. And it doesn't matter that these changes are happening in other communities that this is just New Bedford falling in line with what other communities even in the immediate area are doing instead it becomes you're taking something away from me and that's how some people look at it 
508-996-0500. That is the number to reach out to me this morning and to be heard here on the air. Uh, thanks to everybody that came out on Friday to Stevie's Wine and Spirits. We had a, a nice little broadcast from there calling in here to South Coast Now on Friday morning from 10 to noon to tell you about all the great products that they had over there and to get you ready for the tasting Friday night, which was nice seeing all the folks that came out, Laura and Steve and Dan and John and all kinds of people came over and uh, wanted to sample some of the fall flavors over there. And I think, you know, we had some pretty good conversations we had some pretty good sampling of some of the products that they had out. And we got some people to try something new that they might not have tried before. And it seemed like most people were happy with their choices. But Dan took home the Herodin Vodka, the, uh, the Paranormal Reserve Annabelle Edition. So, Dan, if you're listening, if anything weird happened in your house after you brought that home, you got to call in and let me know. But it was really fun, and I enjoyed it, and I think we'll probably do some more stuff with them again. And They've got their grand tasting coming up on November 11th, and that's the big holiday tasting where they have all different kinds of products out there for you to try. So we'll, we'll let you know more about that as we get closer to it. But it was just nice seeing everybody and meeting everybody. I, uh, I ran back home, well, came back here from speaking at the Brockton Library and got caught up in traffic. So if I missed anybody at the beginning, I apologize. I know there were some folks there that were waiting for me to get back. I'm sorry if, uh, if you couldn't stay and wait a little bit longer. But I was not expecting to hit Route 24 traffic at 3.30 in the afternoon. I said, if I can just leave Brockton by 3.15, I'll be fine. Get back there by 4. Traffic getting out of Brockton, which is, you know, to be expected. You, people complain about the roads in New Bedford. Go drive around Brockton for a little while. And then hitting that traffic on Route 24, which I'm still not even sure if it was an accident or anything. I didn't see anything. My ways didn't report anything. So uh, I made it eventually. And also Friday, we had some breaking news in the saga of the Lizzie Borden house and the Miss Lizzie's Coffee coffee shop where a federal judge denied the Lizzie Borden House owners, U.S. Ghost Adventures LLC, denied them a motion for an injunction against Miss Lizzie's Coffee that would force them to stop operating or change their name to continue operating while this lawsuit goes forward for violating trademarks. And the judge, Leo T. Sororkin, issued a decision and denying that motion for an injunction that basically says, I see no way forward for U.S. Ghost Adventures to prove that there is a violation of this. And I'll tell you, I was, you know, I thought I was pretty right in my analysis of the situation. Again, not a lawyer. But I was looking at the trademarks that they were claiming that there was an infringement upon and I said, gee, it says, it says that you just have the trademark on the name Lizzie Borden in relation to hotels and restaurants. And I don't know that 
that would count for any variation thereof if it doesn't say that. So just using the word Lizzie, the name Lizzie, doesn't seem like it would be enough. And then I looked at the trademark for the hatchet logo, and it described a very specific design. And just trying to use my own common sense, you can't stop anybody from using a hatchet logo ever. So it would be a very specific design. You know, Burger King uses a burger in its design, but that doesn't mean that Wendy's can't use a burger in its design. And then the judge's decision came. Well, I actually reached out to a trademark lawyer. I spoke with a trademark lawyer last week just to try to get like their take on it and their take on it as, as someone who is siding with Miss Lizzie's coffee in terms of their own opinion. They said legally they thought that U.S. Ghost Adventures would win the case. And then the judge's decision came down about the injunction and basically said, there's no violation of either trademark. There's no market confusion. When people pull up, they can tell the difference between which one's the coffee shop and which one's the place where you can actually stay and take a ghost tour and spend the night. So I was, uh, I was a little surprised, but pleasantly surprised because... I didn't see the issue, and I thought that, you know, the coffee shop certainly wasn't going to impede on the business of the Lizzie Borden house, and, you know, the small business won out. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? Anyway, I'm more concerned about um, all these shootings going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, the more you turn on the news, the more you hear, like, this weekend. I mean, you're talking about Halloween and, um, I mean, on Spooky, the show's your show, right? But, I mean, Halloween's turned into a nightmare now. They had um, three shootings at parties on Halloween this weekend. Uh, It was arguments that turned into uh, fistfights that turned into guns. It's been on the news, the uh, national news, and um, I don't know the exact um, places. I can't remember them exactly. Well, but, there was there was one in Tampa. Yeah, there was more than that, though. There was there was the incident that happened in Worcester. I mean, it's it just seems like people are turning to guns to solve problems way too quickly. Yeah, and there was some more out towards this uh, Texas and. That way, let alone everything that goes on in Chicago constantly. Um, I don't know what we're going to do about it, but we really need to address it. Uh, the president needs to address this because they seem to, everybody seems to think guns are the answer and don't take away the guns. And uh, what is the answer to this? I think that's what we need to be focus, focusing on right now in this country. I really do. It's a big, big problem. Well, I mean, I'm not going to talk about it for three hours because what what are we going to do? Oh, I know that, but I'm saying it's it, it's somebody. It, everybody says something different. The, what do the, you think they say? Um, uh, oh, we want our rights. We need to carry guns. Uh, well, and that's the problem is there's no concessions that they will make to say, okay, maybe maybe not the maybe maybe we can take these guns off the shelf. Maybe we can, you know, limit how many uh, a person can carry on them at one time, or maybe we can limit how many they can own, or maybe we can have checks on 
you know, who, the, who it is that are buying these guns and all these things that people have proposed to try to at least alleviate this a little bit. Everybody stands in the way and says, no, no, you're taking away our freedom. Yeah, and illegal, most of them are illegal, right? I mean, that happens so often. And now you've got ghost guns that people are not even buying, but just rather building at home. Well, look at Tim. One boy is 14 years old, and I know you got a son, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, um, th th these were at bars and at parties. I mean, it's crazy. You can't even go to a party now without stuff like this breaking out. I mean, it's you're supposed to be going to a party with friends and being happy, and it, this world is in such bad shape, it's unbelievable. I don't know what the answers are. Well, I mean, and here, like just here in Massachusetts, for example, we have laws that state, you know, that if you, if you are out drinking and you become intoxicated and you have a gun on you, you could lose your, your license to carry. And so there is, there is a legal you know, a legal restraint on people doing it, but they do it anyway. Right, and another thing is um, the judges, they, they don't, they just slap them on the, on the hand and they don't give them enough time. Even for the drugs, I've been listening to the news here. Guy gets caught with selling fentanyl. He gets, what, three years, five years. I've been listening to it. It's ridiculous, really. Well, in some cases, you know, the, the problem is that the, uh, the statute doesn't call for a, a, a high enough sentence. And I think you'll see some of that changing because, you know, obviously when these statutes are put into place, you might not be dealing with things as deadly as you are as with fentanyl. So I think those statutes will change eventually. But you need to, you know, um, rally up your lawmakers to make those changes. I don't know what, what's going to happen next. But anyway, your, your news girl is very good, and I hope she stays. No, I don't think she's going anywhere. I like her. It's raining much. now, so she's probably going to at least stay through the day. <laughs> okay. All right. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. Take it easy. And if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. Yeah, Ariel's going to be like, ah, uh, I might have had enough of Tim today, but it's also raining, so I guess I'll stick around. Uh, but if you want to call in, you can. If you want to send in an app chat message on the WBSM app, you can. If you want to send in an open line voicemail on the WBSM app, you can. Uh, we try to make it as easy as we can for you to have your voice heard one way or the other. All right. We are going to take a break, though, when we come back. More with you. And you'll get to hear from Ariel in just a few moments with the news and uh, more when we come back. Welcome back in, callers. We will get to you right after the news. I just don't want to put you on with only like 40 seconds for you. Uh, but we will get with you right after the news. Now, I know that I had said that if the Patriots could have won yesterday, they could stay in the mix for the AFC East division crown. Did we really think it was going to happen? I mean, I said it last week. The Patriots did not win against the Bills as much as the Bills lost that game. And we saw what happened yesterday when they took on a team in Miami that didn't lose the game. They didn't they didn't do anything to themselves to lose the game. Tua threw a pick, but, I mean, it didn't hurt them that badly, and they just had a more potent offense than the Patriots did. But that's all right. The Patriots can try to right the ship next Sunday when they host the Washington Commanders at Gillette Stadium. We will have all the action right here for you. Kickoff on WBSM as is at 1 p.m., and pregame is at 10 a.m. So you can catch all the action as the Patriots take on the Commanders next Sunday, November 5th, right here on WBSM. And all the Patriots action here is brought to you by Shooting Supply, Primacare, and D&J Enterprises. So uh, if you can't watch the games, you want to be able to listen to the games, you know you can always hear them with WBSM both on 1420 a.m. 
and on 99.5 FM. You know, and that's, I think not enough people listen on the FM. There's a lot of people that are still like, you know, force of habit. They just turn on 1420 AM, but I'm telling you, it sounds a lot better in FM. Although maybe that's why you listening to AM, the more you can kind of muffle my sound, the, the happier you are. Anyway, let's uh, now go into the newsroom and get all the stories of the day with Ariel Dorsey. Vice President Kamala Harris says the U.S. has absolutely no intention of sending troops to Israel or Gaza. In an interview with 60 Minutes that aired Sunday night, Harris reiterated the stance of the Biden administration that Israel has the right to defend itself, but Palestinians deserve to equally. Harris added that it has been very clear that the rules of war must be adhered to. Local police in Maine were sent to check on the man who killed 18 people in a mass shooting just weeks before it happened. The Maine National Guard is said to have asked local police to check on Robert Card after a soldier felt he may snap and commit a mass shooting. Card was found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound Friday night. Former President Trump says that the federal indictments he is facing allowing allows him to re- retaliate against President Biden if he is to win the 2024 election. Speaking in Iowa Sunday, Trump accused the Justice Department under Biden of cheating and targeting him for political reasons. He went on to suggest he could have gone after Biden when he was still in office, but had too much respect for the office. House Speaker Mike Johnson says a subpoena for the president's son, Hunter Biden, is overdue. Speaking on Fox News yesterday, Johnson said that desperate times call for desperate measures and the House will be moving forward very aggressively. Republicans are accusing President Biden of benefiting financially from his son's overseas business dealings. The co-creator of Friends are calling Matthew Perry's death the one where our hearts are broken. In a joint statement with executive producer Kevin Bright, co-creators Martyr Kaufman and David Crane played off on the show's episode titles while also referring to the 54-year-old actor who played Chandler Bang as always the funniest person in the room as well as the sweetest. Perry was found dead in a hot tub at his home on Saturday. And Justin Herbert threw for 298 yards and three touchdowns as the Chargers demolished the Bears 30-13 on Sunday night football at SoFi Stadium. L.A. snapped a two-game losing skid and improved to three and four. The Bears have lost two of their three to slip to two and six. In more sports, the Patriots have dropped four of their last five games after falling to the Miami Dolphins 31-17 at Hard Rock Stadium. Mac Jones completed 19 of his 29 pass attempts for 161 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Kendrick Bourne and Juju Smith-Schuster each found the end zone for the Pats. Kyle Duggar had an impressive performance after recording a tackle for loss, a sack, and an interception. New England is now last at the AFC East and will host the Washington Commanders this week at Gillette Stadium. Stadium. The Celtics are seeking their third straight win to start the season. Boston hits the road for the first time when it visits the Washington Wizards tonight at Capital One Arena. The Celtics are coming off of a big victory over the team that eliminated them in last year's Eastern Conference Finals. Boston topped the Miami Heat 119 to 111 in their home opener at TD Garden. And the Bruins are hoping for a little revenge. After losing a 3-1 series lead and being eliminated by them in the first round of last year's Stanley Cup playoffs, Boston is hosting the Florida Panthers tonight at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. 
Good to be with you, everybody, on this Monday morning. We're starting out the morning with occasional rain, cool, damp, and raw. That is the story for the day. 40s this morning, mid-50s this afternoon. Showers will taper off as we head into the late evening hours. And as we head into tomorrow, we'll be seeing the coldest air we've seen this season for Halloween. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Uh, good morning. How are you doing? Very good, but I'd like to carry on. That lady was a very good caller. And I think she identified the problem. And it, it's handguns uh, in the hands of uh, people that ain't even uh, old enough to vote. Right. The, the one in Worcester, the guy was, what, 18? Yeah, they're big youngsters. They haven't grown their first mustache yet. Um, but the thing is, is that um, we're not talking hand grenades, which they're out there, and we're not talking machine guns. They're out there because we're not giving these machine guns and hand grenades to nobody. It's a specific problem, like the lady said. It's handguns. It's nothing else. Nothing to do with the heavy stuff, uh, grenades and this and that. But it, it's not going to be uh, grenades ever right? because what it is is... Uh, it's young people getting pissed off and shooting each other. And uh, because they get guns, they rather just do a buyback program uh, 365 days a year. Not that not it's going to help anything. Just make it harder for these kids to get their hands on these guns. And, and it's not the guns that bought them. It's where are they getting all the bullets from? I can understand a kid with a gun, but he's got 200 bullets. Uh, there's a connection there. I don't want to know the answer to it. But, uh, yeah, it, it, to me, it's like adolescent. It's like uh, puberty till you become the age to drink a beer. Uh, there's a lot of gunplay in between the majors. And um, it's, uh, I think it's a sign of the times. And, and, you know, look at these Haitians that came in over in time, 400 and something. Um, the drinking age in Haiti is 16 years old. So most of these kids, 18, 19, they got three years of alcoholism under their belt. And they get, if they get sick of staying in them buildings and hotels, they might come out shooting. It seems like a pretty big leap. Yeah, the big leap was one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Unfortunately, we're going backwards instead of frontwards. But uh, that's just my philosophy. My philosophy is uh, mind your own business, build high fences, be friendly, and uh, get a dog that bites. 
may not need a gun. I mean, the drug dealers did it for years with the Rottweilers and the, uh, well, you know the story with the dogs. The mm-hmm. more drugs they had, the more dogs they had. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was a warning people. Well, thank you for the call. Thank you. Have a good day. And uh, the phone was a little bit better today. Let's uh, let's go to another call here, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim, what's going on? How you doing? Not bad. Uh, jumping on what this previous caller was talking about, the, the shooting at Worcester State College uh, mm-hmm. University. Is that what he talked about? Uh, I think it was more generalized, but yeah, I mean, I was just referencing that because that's our, you know, that's the Massachusetts case and, uh, uh, and of somebody underage. Uh, and, then, and then you have... Uh, Tampa, which had the same same situation, mm-hmm. just a, a, a massive brawl. You know, th- there is a systemic problem in our inner cities where a lot of these kids, young adults and kids, they really have no value of, of life in regards to just innocent bystanders. They're just going out and they're shooting randomly into a crowd hoping to get their their target. They don't care who they hit, you know. And and then on top of that, you know, you have, you know, a problem is that they continuously go right to the gun. They don't know how to handle like their, I guess their feelings. I guess you could say they don't know how to process aggression. You know, if, if you or I get mad, we we kind of like we we walk away. Like if me and you we got we got into a fight and we're arguing, we're like you know what, whatever. Like we'll, we'll go about our separate ways. We just won't talk, or we just we'll just you know give it a day, and then maybe they will come back at it tomorrow, and we'll be all right, and everything will cool down. But these kids, they just react. They're they're so reactionary, and they don't have any any regard to life, either of the target or of their their surrounding, you know innocent bystanders and, and i don't know how to fix it Tim. well i mean no, it's, I, it's it's almost like they put an age limit on what age you can own a gun with the idea of waiting for somebody to be more mature to own it no no absolutely not you want to know why because these are probably not legal guns well that's what i mean like that's why we want to have a, a, an age restriction on who can have guns because right, we totally. want people to be more mature for it but instead they're ending up in the hands of people that aren't old enough to own them Right, but that wouldn't stop anybody from stealing the gun and having a community gun. So these, these kids, they, they have this community gun. A 21-year-old or a 25-year-old, the leader of the group, you know, they're, they're all hanging out together. Uh, you know, they're 23, 24. They have the gun. They legally bought it, and now it's a community gun. Now the 18-year-old has it. Illegal. So the, the, putting age restrictions on it's not going to help. No, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying that's why we have them because you know we know that kids are too young to be able to handle having them. Right, but the, that's not going to. I don't know. That's just not going to solve the problem that we currently have because we have age restrictions, as you know. Right. So when, how do you solve this? Like, how do you stop? And, and it's only a select group of kids. It's a very small group of of kids that you know, are affecting the, the lives of the majority of people, of the majority of the minority of people. You know, it's, it's the black community that's getting affected, and they're getting a black label across the entire uh, community because of this subsect of just punk kids that just, they don't know how to 
they, they don't fight. Tim, back when we were growing up, if you had a beef, you fought it out. You had, you know, ended up with a broken nose or broken jaw, some missing teeth or something. You got beat up or you beat somebody up and you walked away. Nobody thought of taking another person's life. For some reason, this is the problem. They go, ah, whatever, just pop them up. When I watched that one in, in Wista, I heard one of the, the kids that were recording yelling, hey, go get him. He's right over there. Go pop him. As if it's a video game. Well, and then it's As also, it's- you know, then it's also premeditated and it's, you know, you lose, you lose the, you know, you can't say that you're wrapped up in the moment in that regard because you can't, and you can't say that they don't know how to handle their business because they had that moment there where they could have stopped and said, no, this isn't the answer. So it, they just, they just chose the violence anyway. Right. And, and that kid's going to go away for 20 years and he knows that. He knows he's going to get away with it. I'm not, not get away with it. He's, he's, he's going to go away for a long period of time. So even the punishment is not stopping them from double thinking. I don't know how you fix it, Tim. And it, it's, it's a bad situation in our inner cities because you don't see it outside of that for, for Domino. It's, and it's not economic either because I know the, the left like to say, well, you know, it's an economic situation because these kids don't have any opportunity to go get a job, to get an education, da 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 da. No, because these kids aren't going out and shooting people for money. They're not going. They're shooting out of aggression. They're shooting because hey, you looked at my girl wrong. You called my girl a different name. Uh, you know, a, a, a bad name. You, you disrespected my family. That's all it is. It has nothing to do with economics or, or an education situation. Well, uh, I mean, it it, it, it might. I mean, it might if some of the time that they spend in education is, I mean, obviously, if you are uh, going to school and paying attention in school, you can pick up these things. But maybe there is like better problem solving skills that need to be taught or better, you know, better judgment. The things that you think that are being taught at home and you take for granted are being taught at home. Maybe those have to be part of the curriculum. Then you would have to just change that within the inner cities because in in the suburbs, we don't see it. No, I, w- I would disagree. Stop, yeah, I would disagree. Yeah. Kids might not run to go to get a gun, but I would say that even kids in the suburbs have trouble, you know, handling that aggression or have trouble diffusing situations. I don't know because I don't see it. I don't see it in Dartmouth and Westport, but you see it more in, in New Bedford and Fall River. You well, know? because and you have you more, you have more people. Well, yeah, I'm saying even even um, you know per hundred thousand per capita, you don't see it much. Especially I just, in regards I, to to the shooting, in, in regards to shooting and stabbing. Like, you might have more fist fights in Dartmouth, or you might have more fist fights in Westport. But you don't see kids immediately go for a deadly weapon. And we need to figure out what that trigger is to start solving that problem. And, and like I said, I don't want to go with the economic, and I don't want to go with the, the education specifically because they're acting out of aggression not due to an economic situation where it's an armed robbery, or they're robbing, or they're jumping somebody for money. They're, did, they're doing it just to do it with absolute and, – and the, the biggest thing, Tim, they're doing it out of disrespect for innocent bystanders. It's not a, it, it's targeted, but it's targeted in a way where they don't even care. They're like, yeah, I, I was going for him, but yet six other people got shot in the mayhem. They didn't care. And we got to figure that out, Tim. I don't know what to do. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Right. You have okay. a good day. 
And uh, we are going to take a break. We can take more of your calls, 508-996-0500, but we'll be right back. Welcome back in 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. And uh, tomorrow, of course, is Halloween. But tomorrow we will also be joined by a representative of South Coast Health. We'll be talking about how your health matters. And tomorrow we're going to talk about something that um, I think a lot of people out there need. A lot of people out there need to to be aware of and this being breast cancer awareness month you know we want to make sure that we talked about it before the month was out we're going to be talking about the need to get out and have a mammogram we're going to be talking about the need to make sure that you have regular checkups and we're going to talk about the need to just be aware of not only the possibility of breast cancer, but also what to do when it is detected and what you can expect. So we'll talk about that tomorrow as part of Your Health Matters. Uh, you know, we wanted to make sure that we got some discussion in about it before the end of the month. And so uh, even though it is Halloween, and we can talk some Halloween-y stuff tomorrow for sure, but uh, we will also make sure that we discuss that because it's a very important topic and I know something that uh, means a lot to a lot of you out there. Some of you have dealt with it. Some of you have had loved ones who have dealt with it. Some of you have lost people to it. I mean, thankfully, the treatment is progressing to where it is not nearly as deadly as it used to be, but it's still a very serious condition. And, you know, I I remember having that conversation with a doctor, just somebody that I knew. And by knew, I mean was like a relative of a friend. But we were talking about cancer treatment and how they talked about how, you know, in our, this person mentioned that in our lifetimes, at least, you know, people like around my age, the hope is that cancer will just be a chronic illness at some point within our lifetimes. That it will no longer be claiming lives, but just will be something that will be you know, treated and hopefully eventually eliminated. So, but a lot of that comes with making sure that you stay ahead of it and that you deal in prevention rather than reaction or at least detection. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. And uh, right now though, I'm going to take my final break of the hour so that we can get that in before we're going to hear about tonight's Monday night football matchup that you'll hear right here on WBSM. So we'll be back in a few. And welcome back in. Say we are getting closer to the time of year when you're going to want to start to think about celebrating the holidays, right? Maybe some of you are already purchasing your holiday gifts, 
maybe some of you are already making your holiday plans. Not me. It's is it is it December twenty third? No, that I'm not out shopping yet. But if you are someone who is already thinking about the holidays and you're looking for one more holiday that you'd like to add in, check out Barry's article at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app where he talks about why Massachusetts celebrates Boxing Day. And maybe you want to add it into your holiday calendar. I know some some people are big fans of the British society and British celebrations. And I know one person who is, who may be listening, I'm sure she's going to celebrate Boxing Day. With her dogs. Uh, but <laughs> big Ted Lasso fan. But if, uh, if you are somebody that wants that. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.